This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Amen. So first service we spoke about the fact that the Bible said give no place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27 and then we talked about first seven times two eleven. Bible says that let Satan take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. And then we said, He that breaketh an edge, Ecclesiastes 8:10, the serpent shall bow ten, it shall bite. He that breaketh an edge. So that's a foundation scripture that we are looking at. Uh, he that breaks an edge, the serpent shall. Why is serpent biting a lot of Christians? In other words, why is Satan having this way in many lives, afflicting people with all kinds of diseases, sickness, uh, uh, delays, and all kinds of things? Where do we go wrong at times? That's why it's good to listen to this kind of message. So the Bible says, He that diggeth a pit shall fall into it. Whosoever breaketh an edge, a serpent shall bind. That means there is an edge around you that if you don't break, the serpent will not bite you. Hallelujah. So they got a place in Numbers 21 and they began to mum and complain and serpents came all over and they were biting them and then God gave them a way out. He said that, make a brace serpent on the pole and whosoever is bidding, when he looks at the serpent, he shall be healed. So we got the word look and live from there and the Bible says, as men that were bitten by the serpent, when they looked at the pole, they were healed. But the Bible warns us that give no place to the devil. So we started first service. There are many ways, many doors that believers open consciously or unconsciously, many times through ignorance for the devil to come in. In other words, he will not be able to operate except to give him space to operate. Then it becomes necessary that every Christian should find out how can Satan be given a space so that I'll be sure all doors are shut against him. Give no place to the devil. It's an express command of the New Testament. And the Bible says we are not ignorant of his devices. So if I give him no place, he will not be able to operate in my life. And we said there are ways people give room to the devil. So we looked at one for service by the words that you speak. As a matter of fact, John 1 says that there was, when we was talking about the word, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. The same was with God in the beginning. All things were made by him and without him was nothing made. Without him, to receive from God, you have to say like Mary, be it to me according to your word. In other words, when you agree with God's word, the things promised in the word will come to you. When you agree with the suggestions of the devil, the thought he sows into your heart of fear, of defeat, and you say it out. I'm always sick. Nobody else with things are not looking good. You have given him a raw material to make a cloth of poverty for you. And we looked at that all through first service. But I said that people know that already. That by your words shall be justified, Matthew 12, 37, and by your words shall be condemned. People know that already. That death and life and the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. People know that already. The one that people are not familiar with is every promise must be within a premise. And that one of the ways in which believers allow the devil to take advantage of them is to operate outside your territory. Hey, pay attention. I was telling the workers yesterday <laughs> last Sunday I left from this stage I just ran straight to the airport to go to Abuja to do a couple of things and then because I was there on Sunday I just saw a person that told you I'm doing Corona that I will come and I didn't know you would be calling me up to just pray for the people and the first thing I said which he says when he's here you will always hear him say I join my faith with Pastor Shola I said that under Apostle's grace I bless you he is sent to Abuja, I am not. There are crossfires in the spirit when you step beyond your boundary. And I told them a hint for service. If you are not the firstborn, because you are the richest, because you are the smartest, you begin to call for meeting and occupy the position of the firstborn. You are shaped by God for the kind of battles you are going to fight in life. We are going to look at the Bible very soon. If you get into the battle that you are not shamed for, you are a recipe for disaster. 
So people give advantage to the devil by going into territories. Ah, yeah. The first time I was meditating on this, I heard a part of this from one pastor, David Ogwele, and he was saying something. He was preaching in the east. He's from the east, and he asked people, I think number one name, to stand up. He was talking about warfare. And I remember I had read it again, I think his book before, so okay, God told our Bishop Benson in Daosa to walk around Beni City for seven days fasting and to destroy the gods of the city. Everyone who decided to do the same, I, I, I hope to get there today that when you are going to be given a special instruction like that by God, special emissaries from heaven are dispatched to be at your beck and call. Because it's a special assignment. Now, if a pastor wakes up and he enters the Jesha city also, and he says that all the and he's walking around about everyone who has tried it, either their wife falls sick and dies or something. I remember when I started medicine on this, I saw a brother who went to deliverance ministry, and his younger brother became an invalid immediately. He was my friend. The younger brother was my friend. He couldn't recognize any one of us again. And I said, but this never happened to anybody in the Bible until I began to realize. That there are territories. So it explains why some missionaries, the story that was popular at that time, some years back, where some missionaries were going to a village and their boat comes out and they all died. These things are not from God. There are territories and you don't oppress. A dear man of God went to a place where he was raised and he stood at the center and began to curse all their gods and they carried him to Lagos sick. But after a while, as he began to pray, the Spirit of God told him to go and do a crusade in that village. He finished all the witches there. Territories, territories, territories. If you are not the boss and you speak like boss, you will bring a battle where we, we are going to look at some examples of God's word today. In fact, this is highly consequential how believers ignorantly enter into a road that God has not called them into. You know, people say that whatever the soul of my feet shall tread, God has given it to me. But God gave the definition of that boundary to Joshua. He said from the wilderness also, so, so it was a specific location. In other words, whatever your feet steps within that boundary is given to you. You cannot go to Egypt and put your leg there. Are you following me? Before we go into some of the three stories I will show you in for, for, uh, Old Testament, just look at just look at this Jude chapter 1 to know how consequential this can be Jude 1 Jude 1 verse 6 we, we just saw we're reading something the first side but we ran into that Jude 1, 1 6 and the angels which kept not their first estates but left their own habitation in other words their territory he has reserved the everlasting chains unto darkness unto the great judgment now remember there are demons on that that's how we cast out spirits demons told Jesus are you here to torment us before our time so there is a time allotted for their destruction and their punishment. And that will be on the judgment day. That's what they are still roaming about the earth now. But you see, those ones came into the world legally because Adam brought them in when he lost to Lucifer. Are you getting me? But see, this particular angel, they, God did not wait for the judgment day for them. He arrested them immediately and put them in chains. And they are in a place called Tartarus under the hearts. Why? They left their former estates. They were the ones in Genesis chapter 6 that saw beautiful women and came to sleep with the women. One of the, thank you, the beginning of David's calamity was that if you read that 2 Kings chapter, 2 Samuel chapter 11, the Bible says in the days when the kings were going to battle, David stayed at home. May you not be where God does not want you to be. I am, I can be blunt at it. Let me say it as it is. If you are not sent abroad and you travel, that's the beginning of your problem. Satan waits for you to get out of your territory. If you move to a city you are not sent to, you are already, your head is open in the spirit realm for an attack. Only mercy can help you. And for service, we'll pray using the blood of Jesus that there is a technology in the spirit where you can cancel every word you have spoken against yourself by just declaring. And if you do, if, I mean, Please get the message of the first side because I can't go into anything, everything I said that time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Isaiah 3 says, the last verse of Isaiah 4 says that every tongue that is against you, judgment, thou shalt condemn. Not that God will condemn for you. So there are tongues against you in the court of heaven. And it's based on what you have said. Because of what the Bible said, that by your word shall be justified. Now, when you have said something wrong, quickly engage the mystery of the blood of Jesus Christ. Ministry of the blood. Speak by the blood. And that the blood can cancel anything you said wrongly. And it can also cancel any wrong thing people say about you. Make no mistake about it. Some words can affect you. Are you following me? Yes, 
when there are accusations over your head, that is where people will go. Four people will sit on the board over your promotion. Whether it's promotion. Somebody will just make a point. Everybody say, okay, we are not promoting person again. The block can take care of all those things. But you see, that person's word, because the cost of the college can, cannot come, cannot happen except that you have been saying some wrong stuff. Christianity is a great profession of faith. Be careful what you say. New Testament does not allow us to speak anyhow. To the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, because there is no life in them. As I ate, verse 20 or so. The word of God must be, must guide how you speak. Especially when you are emotional, you are angry and you start saying things. Never murmur and never complain. We saw that first service. But that's not where I'm going today. So we, we dealt with that first service. The Bible says in that first king, second, second Samuel 11, in the days when the kings were going to battle, David's number one problem. He was guided on every side. Even in the wilderness, he did not sin against God. But it came to pass when after the year was expired, at the time when kings go to battle, it was a season to go out. But he stayed in. And if, when he stayed in, then he saw Bathsheba. That was the beginning of his problem. That is the number one case study we are looking at. That's straightforward enough. In the days when the kings were going to battle. But I want to show you the pathetic story of a man. Before we go to the final one. This is 2 Chronicles 35. You can have your seat. How many of you listened to all the testimonies shared? Just wave your hands and bless the name of God. Those were amazing testimonies. Both first service and second service. Amazing. Obviously, God is doing wonders in our midst. Some of you are here to realize. That is why I will ask you to invite someone to You will not do it. There's no problem. I hope events will overtake you. I am telling you. Are you with me? <laughs> Amen. You see, encounters with God. We always have a ripple effect. Anyway, let's go on. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. This Josiah, because of time, I won't go to the fullness of the story. This guy did so much. He purged the temple. He became a king at a very young age. Go to verse 2. Let's read a little of him. Just a little. He said the priests in their charges and encouraged them, the, them to the service of the house of God. Next verse. He said, he said unto the Levites that taught Israel, which were only unto the Lord. Put the only ark in the house of Solomon, and went, next verse. The guy, if you read the entire chapter, he started setting things in order. All the kings before him had been worshipping idols. This guy came in and he repaired the temple. He brought priests back to their office and everything was good. And everybody was commending him in Israel. And he was doing well. At a very young age, he honored God and he loved God and he reset, he brought revival to Israel, to Jerusalem. But I remember, I think I was second when I first read it, and I said that, Lord, this story shouldn't have ended this way. This guy died in a funny way. Go down to verse 30. When you get, you can read all his exploit. This guy never sinned against God once. He did everything correctly. Verse 30. Verse 30. Verse 30. <laughs> I'll go to verse 20 rather. Sorry. Go to verse 20. 20. 20. After these things, after all this, when you see after all this in your Bible, check what is all this. After all this, exploit in the name of the Lord. Now the Bible says when Josiah had prepared the temple, the Bible even records that he did everything. He prepared the house of God very well. Nico, the king of Egypt, came up to fight against this nation, Kemish, by Ephraim, and Josiah went out against him. Ah! Verse 21. But he sent ambassador, Nico sent ambassador to him. What have I to do with thee, thou king of Judah? I come not against thee this day, but against the house which I have war. For God commanded me to make haste. Forbear thee from meddling with God, who is with me, that he destroyed thee not. The king of Egypt, what happened to Josiah? He could, not he could not imagine in his life God talking to the king of Egypt. And what shocked me was that there was no voice to guide him. So the king of Egypt was going to attack another country. And Josh, out of zeal, 
out of zeal out of zeal oh you are not the head of ushering but you are the most zealous and you begin to want to take charge you are not the boss in your office but you talk like the boss you are the one who knows all the mistakes of the boss and you talk to the rest of the staff this is how you should i feel sorry for you you might remain an associate forever if you don't pass spiritual exam there's no promotion are you getting what i'm saying no matter once they put you under somebody you want to tell them how things should be done this guy was zealous he just couldn't see why god would be talking to the king of egypt so he went to stand and the king of egypt warned him that see this mission i'm going for he said, i am not coming to your country this is none of your business you have authority in your territory stay in your territory i'm going to a different territory and if you read the rest of the Joash went out and fought and one shot the guy finished him and he died and i sat as a young man and said lord ah, with all that he did for you i did not understand this message but it pained me how somebody would lose a life like that and why god didn't protect him then i realized territory i want to show you the third story this one did what we're about to do now cried for mercy is the last chapter i think that's first king 21 or 22 one of the two very smart guy jehoshaphat hallelujah go give me first first uh first kings first kings thank you lord jesus 22 are you following me this evening or this morning, first in 22. Now, you know, I dealt with this on Wednesday. That's why you uh, were to about three Wednesdays ago. Why, if care is not taken, prophecy can fail. And I explained how you can become a prophet of God and from a prophet of God and become a prophet of king. You remember, Joshua sat down and I, Ahab, and the Bible says, All oh, this is your prophets. That was what Micah said. They moved from the prophet of God to the prophet of king. When you wrongly intrude into what does and that's not that's not for today amen hallelujah at the beginning of a ministry or at the beginning of a life a pastor prays they don't have money to pay the bill for anything anything as he gives himself to prayer and to the world all of a sudden there is a breakthrough when he has more money he has to be more careful because the rich will come in the kings will come in and kings usually have their own agenda if you go to see a king that God has not sent you to, it will become, you become the prophet of the king and you stop before becoming the prophet of the Lord. And then the anointing will evaporate. It doesn't really go like that. It will just stop working. You can't just function in it again. That was what happened to the prophets of God when they became the prophets of Baal. That's it. But, but for today, verse 30, verse 30 of the, this chapter 22, and the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I would disguise myself and enter into the battle. But you put on your robes. And the king of Israel disguised himself and he went to battle. Now, let me give you the background story before I read the next battle. That's where I'm going. The king of Judah, Jehoshaphat, came to visit the king of Israel. Number one, that was an unruly alliance. Jehoshaphat was a man of God who loved God, a king that loved God. Ahab was a very terrible demonic king. Married to Mrs. Jezebel and her sister Jezebel. <laughs> so they were the two people. And Joseph came to meet Ahab. And Ahab told him that, hey, boy, king of Judah. He said, yes, king of Israel, how are you? He said, Ramon Gilad belonged to us. And we have not claimed it from those who are occupying it. And Joseph said, well, what do you want to do? He said, I want to go and fight. Joseph said, okay, no problem. My soldiers will join your soldiers. I also will join you. You can't survive wicked people. When they were going to the battle, this was Joseph that came to help Ahab. A good man. Joseph a good man. Ahab, bad man. He still manifested that bad nature. When they were about to go to the battle, he told Joseph that you dress like a king. Me, I will just dress like any of the soldiers. Why did he say that? Joseph was a fool. 
he should have been born in Nigeria. He will be wiser. And Nigeria wouldn't fall for that. I need to wear his royal robe to go to battle. And the king you are helping to fight. But look at the next one. We show you why. <laughs> if you are a good man and you are working with a bad person, I feel sorry. Hallelujah. Okay. Verse 31. Now, the, the country they were going to fight was Syria. Look at the instruction Syria had given before then. But the king of Syria commanded the thirty and two captains that rule over his child, saying, Fight neither small nor great, only the king. <laughs> As the two of them were talking there, the country they were going to meet. The king of that country already said to them, that, Guys, you know what? Don't target anybody. I only want you to bring down the king for me. Maybe Ahab had. I don't know. You were going to sacrifice a friend that came to help you. So I told that one that you act like you won't be like the king. Say me, I will just be like ordinary soldier. <laughs> mm. You know, if David fought Saul, if David fought Goliath with Saul's armor, he would have lost the battle. Yes, sir. His territory was catapults. Are you following me? Remember, I preached a message for that. Don't wear someone else's garments. That was what happened here. In this regard, Ahab was the king that was championing the battle. He was the one that should appear as the king. But he pushed this guy. I need to dress like the king. Others were like soldiers. He exposed himself. It's called indecent exposure. How many people are exposed like that in the realm of the spirit? Do you know how many people are operating in cities that God never told them to go to? And they are there. And they are wondering. The part that got me that that pastor was talking about, we, we will understand. Ah, let me finish the story. I'll come back to that. Verse 32. It came to pass when the captain, that the man instructed, saw Jehoshaphat. They said, surely this is the king. And they turned aside to fight against him. They left everybody. But there is something you can do. You know, God is merciful. If you have stepped out of your bounds, there is mercy, if you call for it, that can bring you back. Otherwise, you are swimming, you'll be swimming against the current. Joseph cried out. Verse 33. Verse 33, please. Thank you, Lord. It came to pass when the captain perceived that it was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. See, he was well cornered. But when he cried, God opened their eyes to see that this is not the guy we are looking for. So they left him alone. But the lesson there, if you are not the king of Israel, don't act like one. Are you, are you with me? The pastors are calling people out. Churches who went into spiritual warfare. I remember very well in a particular city in Nigeria. A pastor to gather the people to go and pray against the forces in their city. The following Sunday was short and they couldn't walk. This pastor even called a lot of people out in the east. And after sharing along this line, they were now feeling so sober. So many of them started collecting the mark and they were saying their experiences. We declared seven days again territorial demon in the Evolis around my area. Can talked about this? A group of pastors went into an aeroplane. They said they wanted to deal with spirit in the atmospheric control in America. They were white. When they came back home, the ones whose wife didn't die, Ramba, the one whose daughter, everything. And they were wondering. You see, when Jesus appeared to Canada, he told him, deal with the demons or not. Leave the one there with evil realms for me. Why? Apostle Paul said something. God has boundaries for everybody. As you increase in authority under God, he expands your territory. You must not operate beyond what God has given you. Hey. Are you with me? Are you with me? If, if I was not invited to Abuja and I rush into a congregation and start praying for their people, you are looking for trouble. I told them a story yesterday, quite pathetic. 
a pastor was called to come and pray for a little boy, one of the popular men of God in Nigeria, who was manifesting a demonic spirit. As he wanted to go, the Spirit of God said, don't go. He himself felt insulted that, Lord, they will think I'm afraid of demons. God said, well, whatever they think, doesn't, none of my business, just stay. When they didn't see him, they called another pastor. That one rushed out of zeal. He prayed, finished praying for the boy. He just went to his house and drank poison and died. He that breaketh a hedge, there is a hedge set around you by God. You will do well to stay inside. You can break it by your words and by operating outside your territory. When you are away from the jurisdiction that God, God, what God has given you, you open up yourself for attacks that you might not be able to cope with. Is somebody with me? Do you know there are words that are beyond your mouth? In these days of social media, everybody trying to correct everybody. There are some people you will correct them and destroy your life. It's not given to you to talk about. And I read the first service when Satan told Lucifer, the Lord rebuked you. The Bible says Satan will not even bring accusation against Lucifer. And he said, these filthy dreamers, and there are many of them on social media nowadays, sent to correct everybody. There is no room for that in the Bible. Noah's son did it and he paid for it. What he was saying was correct. The father was naked and he got drunk. But who got punished at the end of the day? When you talk like some people will just think that you are trying to protect not only preachers, anybody in authority, guide your mouth. You might be destined to be a governor. You can counsel that by speaking right now. Things will say. What's beyond you? David said that I have not concerned myself with matters above my head. There are matters beyond you. This is against the principle of Facebook and everything, but I am telling you the truth. We are not Facebook Christians, we are Bible Christians. Share your truth, say anything you like. There is no, there is no permission in New Testament for you to run your Bible. Say, be slow to speak, swift to hear. Be slow to speak. So, when Aaron and uh, Miriam started talking, where, where we left off last week, or where we stopped last week, it was not in their position. If you look at that scripture, the Bible said that they spoke about Moses marrying an Ethiopian woman. The Bible puts it in bracket. Truly, he married an Ethiopian woman. But it was not their problem. It was none of their business. The day I realized that on the judgment day, I will not have to speak for the other church out there. I'm so free. So I cannot make other people my business because God will not ask me that, okay, I'm not going to answer for anybody. I'm going to answer for myself. Oh, what a... There are, see, there are young guys, some of them watching and listening to me now. They made it a point of duty to want to correct uh, this one, this geo, this one, this one. But see, young people can make impression, make noise. Long time ago, I learned, I will never follow a person who has not followed God for more than 30 years. Read a book, you come out to Facebook and start it, and disciples are following you and hailing you, hailing you. And it's common nowadays. Some people don't even have a combination to talk to. So they enjoy coming on Facebook because 50 people will click like. Said this one, take this one, and people are applauding you and you are enjoying it. There is a Yoruba song, How Mary Joba or Nonjo. I just read it in one Yoruba book, but they taught us in secondary school. So I see them as one of those wonderful stories. And I look at some people. And we never forget, I was reading Facebook one day, and a girl was insulting her own mom. And her colleagues were applauding her that truth must be told. Culture is telling us, enough of culture. Soros, okay. When your issue starts, all those clapping for you will not be there. You understand? They said, tell your parents as it is. The Bible says, honor your parents. Choose one you want to obey. I don't need to practice any doctrine I don't believe in. But I don't need to run my mouth against I I owe myself to stay away from it. You can't force it on me. But I don't need to start correcting and start talking. Listen to me very well. God appoints spheres of influence over man. There are ministers of God strong enough, equipped by God. They can speak to the body of Christ in Nigeria. It is not for a baby Christian to start talking. Choose what you believe, but you are not supposed, you are not called to fix people. You've not raised 100 people in your life. You are correcting the body of Christ. How dare you? What you might be saying might even be correct, but you are, you are intruding to an office that you are not called into. 
the Bible says God Himself sets in the church apostle, prophet, pastor, and, pastor and teacher, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, five footmen. God Himself sets. He sets in the family. He set firstborn, and I don't know why the Spirit of God made me to emphasize this. Your parents now collect money from you, and now you are beginning to talk as if you are the parents. Don't die before your time. I'm warning you. You might be richer than your husband. You are not the husband. Your wife can be so gentle as though you are not the wife. All know your wife. Respect your wife as a woman. Respect her. Respect your mother. Even though they are waiting for you to send allowance at the end of the month, you are not still the parent. They gave back to you. In the wisdom of God, he made them to come first and to bet you, not the other way around. So you are the most educated and the richest. When they call family meeting, they wait for you to arrive. And you arrive and start talking like the firstborn. And the firstborn is there keeping quiet. Brother, don't expose your head. And these are that things that people do. Let them know you are not the boss in the office. As you honor him in no time, your own opens up. Then do whatever you think you like when your own comes. But don't start. The boss not around. They want to have a meeting against how the boss. You are the one championing the meeting. It's too bossy. It's too this one. It's not that one. You just notice that you just remain an associate after 32 years. And you're about to retire. You are still an associate. And you're angry. Look at what Paul said about this. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I want to read verse 13. Paul said something about this. And this is why people don't know. We will not boast of things without some translation put beyond measure. Beyond our measure. But according to the measure of which God has distributed to us, a measure to reach you. Next verse. Verse 14. For we stretch not ourselves beyond See Paul emphasizing that I recognize that there is a measure going. He was talking to a church. In other words, Paul was saying that I cannot talk to other churches that some other apostles, some other people started. He said, you, I started this church. This is the deception in Facebook. You are trying to talk to people raised by other pastors as your own people. And you are talking trash. Paul said that there is a measure given. And he said, I, Paul, I will not extend myself beyond that measure. In other words, when I'm in a church started by Peter, I won't say some of the things I'm saying here. He said, because I recognize my scope and I stay within my scope. Hallelujah. You know, just like in the physical, it will be absurd for you to meet three houses away from you. Just call the neighbor on the day of uh, vacation. Say, come here. What position did you take in class? Can I see your report card? You are very naughty. Olodo. And you are talking. I say, kneel down there. And the parent drives in. And they are wondering what's going on. He said, you see, he failed the school. The question is, sorry, are we paying school fees together? Oh, are you alright? You are. You, you, you cannot do that. Even though it is sad that the boy is... But you might not like the fact that this boy has failed. And, but it's not, except they call you into it. When the father says that as my, my neighbor come, I don't know what's wrong with this boy. Under the authority of the father, you have been authorized to now talk. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, when a pastor invites another pastor and he says, we invite you and he gives the mic to him. The seven churches, the book of Revelation, the angel of those seven churches, angelos, actually messenger, actually the pastors of the church. Jesus wrote the letters to the seven pastors of those seven churches. When a pastor says, come and preach, and he gives you the mic, he has handed what the angels of that ministry will now recognize you. They walk with you as though walking with the man. Because you are under his authority. This is the reason why the Bible says that women should not prophesy without their head covered. It's not talking about gele or uh, hijab. It's talking about the fact that as a woman, you must be under authority. The first problem of the world Eve was trying to answer a question that was beyond her jurisdiction. She was not there when God spoke to Adam. And the Bible records that they were together when the serpent was talking. Why was Adam quiet and Eve was one running her mouth? And also people still do now. The Bible says she gave her husband who was with her. So Adam was there. Adam must have been thinking that all these things she's saying is just rubbish. Serpent said, as God said, Abraham, Adam didn't say anything. 
the guy that was there, he started and God said that we should not eat. And then immediately she missed it. He said, God said we should not eat it. We should not even touch it at all. Touch was not there. Sabe must have noted that loophole that this lady does not know what she's saying. Why not say, ask my husband, he was the one God spoke to. But she too was trying to champion a revelation. I know what God said. But you were not the one God said it to. Serpent, before I was created, you were my husband for some years in the garden. I don't know, the Bible didn't tell us how long Adam was alone before Eve was created. Why not ask, you never talked to my husband until I came. Now that I'm here, why don't you ask him? Oh, Eve, as God said, sorry, Mr. Serpent, ask the man that God said it to. But she wanted to answer as she was talking, as she goofed. He said, No, he don't touch. And Serpent said, I don't, God, God, God was just lying. Territories. This is one major way that people open the door for the adversary. If we, if I was talking to an advanced class, I would have taken it to Apostle Paul. Every time the Gentile arrested him, he escaped. He had a successful ministry with the Gentiles, but he never had with the Jew because he was not sent to the Jew. When Jesus appeared to him, he told him point blank, I send you as a light to the Gentiles to open their eyes, to turn them from Satan to God, from the power of Satan to God, that they might receive forgiveness of sin and inheritance that is in me, sanctified by faith. The instruction was well spelled out. But out of zeal, being a, a lawyer who grew up among the Pharisees, Paul always wanted to go back to talk to the Pharisees. But the Pharisees never arrested Peter once. And Peter was in Jerusalem with them. The day Paul arrested, entered Jerusalem and entered the temple, that one time they arrested him. When they arrested Peter in Jerusalem, an angel came and opened the door in the night. No angel opened the door for Paul. Even when he started praying in Jerusalem, Jesus appeared and said, Get out of this city. I will send you far to the Gentiles. But he wanted to talk to them. He wanted to. We are not even called to preach what we like to preach. We are sent with a message. And you have to recognize that message. I have watched in my few years. I started pastoring from my days in the rest of Ibadan. I have watched from my few years. I was able to feel a good place. And they went there. That was the mystery that played out between Lot and Adam, Abraham. Abraham lifted up. Lord lifted and he saw green pasture and he went there. He dried up. They ended up sleeping with his two daughters. What a shame. Abraham started growing and started growing and started growing. Lot did not know that his prosperity was tied to Abraham. I am always grateful to God that I did not start pastoring under any church. I was working in NPC, serving in NPC, when I came to Lagos as under the structure. I was going to do masters in Birmingham University. And somebody offered to pay 60% of the money. I went to collect my transcript from UI. I paid a lot to travel from Kaduna to UI to collect my transcript just to forward it in those days of going to Saba Cafe to forward it. I finished forwarding it like this to the school. And the school acknowledged that they collected when Lord spoke to me that I wanted to go to Lagos, not Birmingham. And how many times have we been in that place? Because God will give you back whatever it takes from you. I can pay for masters in Birmingham without blinking at night right now, 10 times over. And I many times one one day I, I was in UK. I just wanted to go there, just take a look at where. But I've done some other courses, some other places. What, what, what is the? Because when God calls, so it's not about. So, but I have seen people who just felt it would be a nice idea going to that country. One of them right now we are still trying to help. The marriage just scattered. She to rush with her husband. We are going to so so country, and they got there. I believe they were still in Nigeria. They wouldn't be, they won't be divorced like they are now. I'm not saying everybody that goes there, please. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it is important that you understand where God wants you to be. I know branch pastors who will just pull out. Little anointing on them. And then they dry up in no time. No time. Because we don't make choices by sight. We must follow the voice of the Lord. This is very important. Territory. For instance, this is why the most difficult prayer to pray is to convert a man that is oppressing his wife. Have you noticed? Pastors have gone through hell stepping into such a marriage. If you are a woman and you put your head under a man that God has not ordained for you, thou shalt suffer. And prayer shall be multiplied on your behalf. And if a man also, you marry a wrong woman, you are going to suffer. 
Because now you are in a territory that does not belong to you. Our marriage is forever. At least. Uh, <laughs> you volunteer yourself for an affliction. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is no village that you enter into as a Christian, no matter how many witches that are there. All this prayer for that, but I don't want to talk about, I don't talk about people's doctrine, but all this being conscious of the enemy and causing them, you will sleep and snore. There's no devil that can touch you. But it is different from you now starting a crusade in that village. Did you get what I've just said? If you want to go and visit your mother-in-law, your mother, in any village, don't be afraid. Don't start praying that all those blood-sucking demons, they don't exist around you. The demons are there. You are protected. Don't bother yourself about those things. People pray out of fear. And you say, sometimes they even do it in car park. They are traveling to Ibadan. All those demons, how can you say your blood is bitter? <laughs> don't, don't let me start. Let's, let's not go that way. For them to know that your blood is bitter, they must have tasted part. I don't want anybody tasting my blood at all. Is it sample or what? Let's let, 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 let's not go that way. It's a, are you are you with me? Amen. I'm saying that you can sleep and enjoy yourself. No matter what they gather, they cannot touch you. But it is different from when you now carry an assignment. In other words, you cannot go to that village and now say that I want to walk around and arrest all witches that are here. That one you have to be led by the spirit of God. But the first one, you can visit and sleep. The Lord will protect you. But when you start, when it's about addressing the spirit in that area, you have to be sent. If you are not sent, leave them alone. They are not going to come around the arena. If they bring a person possessed, you can cast out the spirit. But don't stand at the center of the town and say that all you force I have come to dislodge all of you. You might just get yourself into trouble. Because you are doing what you are not sent to do. But if you go in there, let them put idol and just walk past. Nothing is going to happen to you because you are protected. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. Like a Christian can go for evangelism and pray to people. But if you are not sent, don't organize people and say we are starting El Shaddai shall not die ministry. And get into trouble. In the plan of God, he might have planned that you are going to be an administrator to a governor. And that is how the state will be saved. He has a plan for everybody. I believe why we haven't seen the glory of Christ as, you, as we should. Only few Christians are actually living the kind of life God wants them to live. It is true. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is true. God can prosper a state because of you, and you are not the governor. You are just the staff that the governor can never take a decision without. These are things that Christians are not looking for. Don't you know that even Nebuchadnezzar must have a Daniel around him? The fact is that all these men, interestingly, all these people, they listen more. Hope you know that before they take their financial, there are some people they just talk to. Some people, some drivers are more powerful than the deputy of the person is driving. He says something in the can. I now remember, I remember that a relative of mine, quite, uh, it's, it's late now, that rose quite high from my father's side. I remember that his driver was so, he gave property to the driver when he was dying. They were so close. And there was the first Christian, one of the first Christians. I was very young then. He used to fast two times in a week and he said I used to give God 30%, not 10%. Driver. When the man was going, he gave him properties. He was always talking to him like a friend. They would drive from uh, uh, to Oshogu and they'll be talking in the car. And he would do whatever. He will bring everything. I'm about to employ this man. I am true with him. I think I want to take him. What do you think? I will ask him to come around you. He said, you know what? We are going to plan. I will ask you to drive him to Ibadan. Tell me what you observe about it while driving. Is he arrogant? Is he cocky? Now that one will think that you have satisfied the boss. And start running your mouth against the driver. Pack here. Buy Bolly for me. Go down. Pack there. And then we will rush and buy. Ah, egg basar. He will just say, ah, don't, don't. This one, he will, kill, he will suffocate everybody. We don't want him. These things are going on 
consciously and unconsciously. Church, I have come to tell you today the part that this message will lead to is to make a call to everybody begin to pray to understand your assignment in life. Part of not doing what you should not do is to know what you should do. You understand? Part of what? So it's important to know why am I here? They say those are the three questions that bother human beings from everywhere around the world. Who am I? Why am I here? So who, why, what is my assignment? Whether white, Hispanic, red, any, whatever, this is the question standing, or these are the questions standing before everybody. People want to know. And it is revealed by the Spirit. It might not be an immediate process, immediate stop. It might be a process. But as you pray genuinely, God begins to open you up and begins to explain to you certain things about your life. Let me stop here today. Tell the truth. Jesus recognized that John the Baptist must ordain him or must baptize him. The one who made John. Even John wanted to, this is why you should know. Don't let them do it to you. Even if you give to your parents, give with respect. Still honor them. You are still my parents. I'm coming to pay the rent. Yes, but you are still the parent. Don't let it reduce how you prostrate. Now, this is how you walk in now. Eh, eh, okay. Because at the end of the day, they are waiting on you. Yes, they might not be at the capacity to do without you. But please, you will be wise. John wanted to do it to Jesus. He said, ah, Egbo, <laughs> ancient of days. He said, I'm not worthy to even touch your shoe. And Jesus quickly corrected that. Suffer it to be so. He said, that is how it has to be. Egbo, John, deep me inside water, please. Forget about Messiah. When I am up and I'm out of the water, I will be the Messiah. But this step must not be skipped. somebody with me if you are not the HO don't answer like the HOD please I just know something is happening to all of you that's why I'm sharing this the spirit of God is lifting grace is on you the Lord is working in your life moving you from one level to another in the precious name of Jesus Christ shall we pray in a minute I want us to take three minutes to pray Jesus said my house shall be called the house of prayer Maybe mistakenly, you might not even know. Lord, if there's any aspect of my life that I've, I am operating or I have operated in the past or I'm operating beyond my boundary, I just ask for mercy right now. When Jehoshaphat cried, they turned away from him. If I am suffering the consequence, if I'm, if I'm under any kind of affliction, if there's any situation in my life that is brought about because, brought by, the, by my and not abiding within my territorial authority or my, my jurisdiction. If there's anything, Jesus, I ask for mercy. After all, in you, in your blood, there is mercy. I ask for mercy. Please don't pray casually. Pray with the whole of your heart. Have I said things beyond myself? Have I acted in a way that I should not have acted? I just ask right now for mercy to put me back on the track. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your mercy, Lord. Pray. Hooray! 
for everybody as I'm led by the Spirit of God. We don't just share, we share as led by the Spirit. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, please lift up your hand, everybody. Lord, as your people have prayed, I pray for your mercy over every one of us here. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hebrews says that we have a merciful priest who can help those who, are torn, who have torn out of the way. So Lord Jesus is part of your ministry to return us back to the way when we turn out of the way. If there is anyone here that through ignorance, mistake, or even willfully, whatever way, we have turned away from the path, I pray for mercy this morning to bring us back to the path. And to help us realign back to your plan. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you that this is done already. In Jesus' name. Somebody give God praise. Hello. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and... It's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.